On this prequel episode, we've got our Whippet fan vote. We're learning about Beverly Cleary and previewing Ramona and Beezus. Hello and welcome back to a very special prequel episode of this film is lit. There's nothing particularly special about it, but we are back for another week. Uh, like I said, we've got our Whippet fan vote, uh, learning things segment, and we're previewing Beezus and Ramona slash Ramona and Beezus. Depending on whether you prefer the book or the movie. Basically. <laughs> but first, we've got our, uh, as we do every prequel episode, our patron shoutouts. We have one new patron uh, since our last time, which is a $5 patron, the Hugo Award-winning level, which gives you access to the bonus content and uh, early access and that sort of thing. Uh, with speaking of the bonus content, we should be recording a- another episode here shortly for you. That $5 patron is... Brusca platypus, I think. I think it's just brusque platypus. Brusque platypus. I mean, it's all one word, but... It is all one word. I'm not sure how to... Brusque platypus, I guess is how you pronounce it. Uh, they're joining us. I, ch- I clicked on their profile. I tend to to see like what if they who if they support anybody else. They're joining us from the Puzzle in a Thunderstorm opening arguments, Glory Hole Studios extended TFIL universe. Uh, we haven't been on any of those podcasts, but we have been on uh, Philosophers in Space which is a show that Thomas Smith co-hosts, who co-hosts Opening Arguments, who is the lawyer for Puzzle and a Thunderstorm, Glory Hole Studios, and a billion other things, including Good, Bad, or Bad, Bad. Uh, and so I'm assuming this person probably found us through our guest spot on... Six Degrees of yes. Podcasts. <laughs> yes. Um, I'm a big fan of all of those podcasts, uh, so I assume that's where they came from. Thank you, Pr- Brusque Platypus, for joining us over here with on, and supporting us. Our $15 Academy Award winners, uh, we shout them out every every two weeks. They are Gratch, just Gratch, Shelby Suderman, Mr. Nobody, Brad Pitt doesn't deserve an Oscar for Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, and finally, Alina Dolutkalova. Thank you all so very much. Um, if you're new here and you don't know what those patrons get, they get all the stuff I mentioned before, plus priority recommendations. We've done a few movies uh, that have been requested by those people, including Mortal Engines and Skipping Christmas. Uh, and we have some more coming up very shortly. I believe our next one after is Ramon after and Beezus is, is a recommendation. A, um, yes. Or a suggestion. Patreon yes. Priority recommendation. There you go. So that's what you get if you support us for the $15 level. Thank you to all of our Academy Award winners. All right. Let's do our fan follow up poll for Whip It. So we had a unanimous win across the board yes for the movie yes zero votes for the book anywhere yes but we had zero comments as well um so this is kind of a a short one a not very interesting one yeah um shame on all of you <laughs> give us your opinions at least on the movie yeah. if you haven't i this one's one of those ones where most people didn't even know it was a book and never read the book so it's fine i get it but uh, yeah, if you like the movie, if you've seen the movie, maybe some people didn't see it. It wasn't streaming anywhere. You had to rent it. Mm. So I guess that, or, you know, whatever. But we, we do like to hear your opinions on the film. So uh, if you had opinions on Whip It, uh, don't feel, uh, feel free to let us know what they were. So, But uh, unanimous vote uh, win for the film. All right, let's go ahead and learn some things about Beverly Cleary. No matter what anybody tells you, words and ideas can change the world. 
Beverly Cleary is an American children's and young adult author. Um, she's one of America's most successful living authors, with 91 million copies of her books um, as of whenever the date that this information I found was published. Yeah. Um, sold worldwide uh, since her first publication in 1950. She is perhaps best known for her Ramona Quimby series of children's books, which is what we're going to talk about today. Uh, in addition to awards for individual works, some of her individual books have also won awards, um, Cleary herself has received the National Medal of Arts, uh, recognition as a Library of Congress living legend, and the Laura Ingalls Wilder Medal from the Association for Library Service to Children. She also has a school named after her, the Beverly Cleary School in Portland. And several statues of her characters um, exist in Grant Park, Portland, which is her childhood home, um, as well as being where the majority of her books are set. Hmm. So Beverly Cleary uh, has been credited as one of the first authors of children's literature to figure emotional realism in the narratives of her characters, um, most often children in middle-class families. Um, so she has a bachelor's in English from Berkeley um, and a master's in library science from University of Washington. Um, after she got her master's, she went and worked as a children's librarian and then eventually began working as a full-time writer in 1942. Just real quick. Dream. Yeah, just real quick for those of us who aren't as smart. Uh, what is emotional realism in literature? <laughs> Are you going to talk about that? or uh, a, a little bit. Um kind of throughout so basically what that means is that her characters feel very real and that she acknowledges and it's especially difficult to do with children uh -huh. and that she acknowledges like the ways that they're feeling in a way that feels incredibly realistic gotcha. and honest okay her books have also been noted for the attention to the kind of daily minute of childhood. Her books are very episodic. They kind of follow like um, a day-to-day -day experience for a normal kid. Mm -hmm. uh, Pat Flieger, I guess is how Flieger? you would pronounce that. Flieger, no. um, a professor of children's literature at Westchester University, has commented, Cleary's books have lasted because she understands her audience. She knows they're sometimes confused or frightened by the world around them and that they feel deeply about things that adults can dismiss, um, which is something that I certainly agree with mm -hmm. about her writing. And then we talked about something similar to this when we learned about Dr. Seuss. These books, if you read the Ramona series now, they don't seem particularly radical. But at the time when she was writing, it was kind of unheard of to write about realistic, quote unquote, poorly behaved children. Yeah. Um, so her books really blazed a wide trail for a lot of future authors. Um, Cleary actually celebrated her 100th birthday on April 12th, 2016, and she is still alive. Oh, wow. She's 104. Holy cow. Still kicking. She's a boss-ass bitch. Oh, wow. 
Um, her birthday is actually now celebrated nationwide as D-E-A-R, Drop Everything and Read Day, which is a reference to an event in the Ramona books, as well as now a nationwide celebration of children's literacy. Well, there you go. Cool. That was a little bit about Beverly Cleary. Let's go ahead and move on and talk about her book series, the Ramona Quimby series. The beloved classic series by Beverly Cleary. Ramona. 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 She keeps you on your toes. You are so welcome to borrow her for the next, like, ten years or so. Is coming to the big screen. (laughs) I hope you are enjoying third grade. I think you may be here a while. So the movie that we're talking about is Ramona and Beezus, um, and it's titled most closely to her first Ramona book, Beezus and Ramona, mm-hmm. which was published in 1955, focuses on the relationship between the two sisters, which seems like the movie is going to yeah. as well. Um, but anyway, if you follow us on social media, you may have seen, I noted in our coming soon announcement, that the movie appears to more closely follow the events of two later Ramona books, uh, Ramona Forever, which was published in 1984, and Ramona's World, which was published in 1999. So... Since it sounds like we're kind of stretching across multiple books here, um, what I'm going to do is talk a little bit about the series in general. What I've read today when I was doing movie research is that it, the the movie, in fact, does primarily pull, I think they said, from the second and third book mm-hmm. in terms of plot. Yeah. Yeah. So, who knows? Yeah. <laughs> but I'm going to talk about that a little bit more later, too. Um, So the Ramona Quimby books, um, it's a series of eight humorous children's novels that follow our main character, Ramona Quimby, um, through her day-to-day life as she's growing up. Um, And we also kind of follow her family and friends as well. We interact with them. Uh, Ramona is now Beverly Cleary's most celebrated and most well-known character. I think you can easily make that argument. I don't think any children's librarians would would argue with you on that Mm -hmm. but she actually started as a tertiary character in a different series of Clary's the Henry Huggins books so those books followed protagonist Henry whose best friend Beatrice aka Beezus had an annoying little sister Ramona gotcha So Cleary wrote Beezus and Ramona from the perspective of Beezus and then wrote Ramona the Pest after that from Ramona's perspective. And then the rest following that is kind of history. Ramona like kind of ran away with the train. Mm -hmm. So the succeeding books in the series follow her as she grows up, as she advances through school. The books were written over the span of a couple decades, but the rate of her maturing is kind of like a greater two over a few books. Um, and that was written from the 1950s through to the 1990s. Um, one thing that is interesting about the books, I think, is that they're not dated. I mean, they are dated in the sense that you're not going to find like modern technology stuff, right? in them. Um, there are going to be things here or there, like I probably some of them mentioned like a milkman you know stuff like that um but dates aren't mentioned in the books we don't get any like major hallmarks to the time periods um 
and she did that specifically that's designed to appeal to real children in any time period. And the emotional realism is there, mm -hmm. regardless of little things that may or may not date the text. So I mentioned that emotional realism. Um, part of the lasting appeal of Ramona as a character is how realistically she's written. Um, she's a kid. She acts on impulse, she gets into trouble, she says things, she does things that she shouldn't, mm -hmm. um, that the adults around her don't like, okay? Um, librarian Kathleen Odine said, she represents the kind of girl who has not been subdued by adults or the world in general. Um, and then coming off of that, Cleary has also been praised for how realistically she matures her characters throughout the series, particularly Ramona. If you read book one and book eight, it's still the same character, but she's not getting into the same kind of trouble as a fourth or fifth grader that she is as a kindergartner, because yeah. that wouldn't make any sense. Yeah. So this was a favorite series of mine growing up. Um, these are books that I remember very fondly. They're some of the first books that I can remember reading on my own um, and loving. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to reread Beezus and Ramona, Ramona Forever, and Ramona's World. I might just reread all of them. <laughs> They're not long. They're not difficult to take in. Yeah. Um, and goodness knows I could use some lighthearted nostalgia. <laughs> yeah. Uh, if you're reading along, the plot synopsis that was online, that was on Wikipedia for the movie, it kind of sounds like it might most closely follow Ramona forever with some, like, things being pulled in from other books. Yeah. I'm interested to see what the movie does with this material, because... The books are incredibly episodic. There's not overarching plot lines in any of them that yeah. I can remember. So I'm interested to see where the movie takes that. We shall see. All right. Speaking of that movie, let's go ahead and talk about Ramona and Beezus. This summer, imagination runs wild. <laughs> Adventure runs free. Wonder runs in the family. Why don't we draw the longest picture in the world? Every princess needs a little sparkle. So uh, I could find very little about this film uh, in terms of like the production and that sort of thing. Uh, but I got a few little fun facts here. It is a 2010 film directed by Elizabeth Allen, uh, most known for Aquamarine, uh, which is a film. It was also based on a kid's book or a yes. children's lit book or something like yes. that. About like about mermaids, mermaids yeah. I think. Yeah. Uh, and then episodes of Gossip Girl, The Vampire Diaries, Empire, Dead to Me. She's done a lot of TV stuff. Um, it was written by Lori Craig, who also wrote on Ella Enchanted. Uh, there was like five writers on that movie, as we mentioned. And a couple of them have done Legally Blonde and Whip It and that sort of thing. Uh, and Nick uh, Pustay. Uh, who the only other real credit that I saw of theirs was Camille, which is a small film with Sienna Miller and James Franco. It stars Joey King, Selena Gomez, Jennifer Goodwin, Josh Duhamel, Sandra Oh, and a few other people. Uh, you probably might most know Jennifer Goodwin if the name doesn't sound familiar. If you've seen, um, what's the fairy tale TV Once show? Once Upon a Time. Once Upon a yeah, Time. Yeah, she was Snow She's White. Snow White in that. So. Uh, on Rotten Tomatoes, this movie is 70% fresh. Uh, with like 68 reviews, so that's pretty good for Rotten Tomatoes. 
Apparently there was, and now this is IMDb trivia, this particular one. Uh, there was a rumor that Miley Cyrus and her sister Noah Cyrus were up for the role of Ramona and Beezus, hmm. which would have been interesting. Yeah. Not who they went with. Uh, so this is a super fun random fact. Both actresses who portrayed Ramona and Beezus, Joey King and Selena Gomez, respectively, appeared in future Taylor Swift music videos. Joey King was in Mean, and Selena Gomez was in Bad Blood. Hmm. So there you go. And the final fun fact because it's a weird one. Uh, as I said, this movie came out in 2010. This is the first of very few live-action films of the 2010s to be rated G by the MPAA. The other seven films, this doesn't count documentaries, would be Seven Days in Utopia, never heard of it. Mm-mm. Alvin and the Chipmunks, Chipwrecked, oh, heard of it. Arguably not, I mean, it is live-action, but it also has animated chipmunks in yeah. it. The Oogie, Oogie Loves in the Big Balloon Adventure... In 2012, never heard of it. A Mermaid's Tale, never heard of it. Bernie the Dolphin, never heard of it. Noel, <laughs> 2019, which I have heard of. That's the oh, that's the Christmas that's the one. Christmas Disney one with uh, Gracie Lawrence we in it. We were gonna watch and we never did. Yeah, that's got um, uh, what's her name um, uh, from uh, the oh Anna Kendrick. Anna Kendrick yeah. is like the main character, uh, and then Bernie and the Dolphin too. Never heard of this Bernie the Dolphin, but apparently he warranted two movies. Yeah, I assume it's a sort of a, uh, like a, whatchamacallit, um, there was a dolphin, who was the dolphin back in the, Flipper. Oh, yeah, Maybe kind of like a Flipper yeah. thing or yeah, something. Yeah. But yeah, those are all of the, there's all seven of the, or all eight of the films that were rated G that were live action. Because hmm. it doesn't take much in terms of, like, adult references to get bumped up to a PG, so. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, this you, is didn't, gonna be a, you didn't find anything about why they flipped the two names in the title around? Oh, yes, I did. Uh, I did find that out. It was one of the first things I just figured. But, yes, the reason they flipped the title around is because the movie focuses on Ramona mm-hmm. as opposed to Beezus. That was kind of what I was thinking was that they might have done it because she's the more recognizable character yeah. name. But, yeah. yeah. And, well, that and because... So it focuses on her because, like you said, the plot is pulled from... Ramona save or whatever those Ramona ruins yeah, the world so or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> what was it? Saves the world. It's Ramona's world. Ramona's world. <laughs> I thought you said it was like Ramona ruins the world or something. <laughs> um, and whatever. So it was pulled for the plot is primarily pulled from books that focus on Ramona. Yeah. And so the this movie focuses on her, so they put her first. And yes, she's more recognizable mm-hmm. uh, name. So that's why they switched the title around. So there you go. That's all our fun facts about Ramona and Beezus slash Beezus. And Ramona slash the Ramona Quimby series. Uh, we'll be watching it and talking about it in one week's time. We checked uh, to see if it was streaming anywhere. It looks like if you have an HBO Now account, it mm-hmm. may be on there is what it looked like. We didn't look specifically on the on the HBO app. But uh, according to a quick search we did, it looked like you could watch it on HBO. Uh, anywhere else you had to rent it. It wasn't streaming on Netflix or anything. So it's a couple bucks to rent on like Amazon or whatever yeah. um, if you want to watch it. You also may be able to find it. If you have, like, a cable or YouTube, t- you know, if you have some sort of streaming TV service, you may be able to find it on there somewhere. Yeah, Sometimes I could those... see this being one of those ones that just airs somewhere. Also, this one wouldn't surprise me if this is one that was on your local library streaming site. Yeah, that's also... So yeah. check that. If you have a library card through your local library and you want to watch this, I would check their site. They may... Your local library may... Because a lot of them have streaming sites now, and they tend to have a lot of children's... Yeah, a lot of children's family movies. movies. And this being based on a book, I could see them very likely having this so check that you may be able to find it there all right 
So uh, I think that's it for this week. Uh, as always, you can follow us on stuff, social media, Facebook, Goodreads, Instagram, Twitter, all those places. Uh, and you can comment on our things and then tell us what you think about movies. Do that. It's and good. books. And books. Sorry, this both. This actually might be one where more people have read the yes, books than I, seen the movie. I think arguably, yes, that this is yeah. one that may well. So if you've read any of the Ramona books, if you like them, maybe you have fond childhood memories of them. We'd love to hear about that, too. Yes, Absolutely. Uh, and you can do that, like I said, on all social media. If you could do us a favor, too, just head over to iTunes, leave us a five-star rating and a review. Write us a nice little review. That'd be great. It'd be super helpful uh, to get us recommended even more out to more people. We've had a really good week in terms of overall downloads. Mm-hmm. Lots of people have been following or finding and binging our, our Lord of the Rings and Harry Potter episodes. Nice. That's always the case. They're always, like, pretty much every week they're our most downloaded. Yeah. But uh, a lot this, of people have time on their hands. Yeah. Right this now. last week in particular, we've had a, a spike in terms of yeah. just sort got, of. Got time to listen to a three hour long podcast <laughs> yeah, episode about. Yeah. Three three hour long <laughs> we had, we our, our, our podcasts, I would have to tally it all up, but I bet our podcasts on Lord of the Rings are roughly close probably a little shorter than the extended editions <laughs> but probably about the same length or slightly longer than the normal editions had, of a, lot of had a lot of thoughts had a lot of thoughts um that'd be a great time to go back and re-listen to those episodes if it's been a while because we did that last summer so yeah oh uh, and harry potter two summers ago so there you go if you're looking for something and maybe that is what a lot of the downloads are people go our <laughs> fans going back and listening but anyways uh thank you everybody uh for listening and we'll see you in, in a week uh until that time guys Carlos, non-binary and everybody else keep reading books keep watching movies and, and keep being awesome, awesome.